What's good, everybody? This is Malachi Jones, and you're listening to the one and only Coffee House. This is Mike Vick, and you're now tuned in to the Coffee House, man. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Coffee House. I'm your host, Coffee Jones. You're listening in on iTunes and SoundCloud, presented by 23K Sports Media, not this version, training apparel, Lionhearted clothing line, Lionhearted Now, new sponsor, I appreciate the love, my cousin Sam Harrison out in Ohio with the Lionhearted brand, I mean, you've been seeing me rock it over the last month, and of course, my brother Christian Johnson at Downset Eat Catering and Meal Prep um, for all your food and culinary needs uh cj is one of the best chefs you'll find in the dmv area obviously it's a sad night and as much as i want to lament the breaking news from earlier today the statement released publicly by the arena football league commissioner randall bow i i figured you know this is a day um thanksgiving eve that we are coming together and about or on the cusp of celebrating, you know, it's the busiest travel day of the year, they say in this country, coming together to celebrate his family and just to share things that we're thankful for. And I have to say, regardless of the future, the end, the death of the Arena Football League, which seems on the horizon, I got to I got to just share my love and my thanks to this game to the Arena Football League to the start that it's given me in life in a career in networking in people because if you think about it man look all everything in life is about networking it's about people and it's about relationships at the end of the day and if there's something that you may have that's a product or service to the world that you could provide, that you think you could function without relationships and networking with people. Listen, <laughs> it's a copycat league. It's a copycat world, and somebody's gonna copy your idea. So what's gonna make me buy Coke versus Pepsi or Mercedes versus Lexus or whatever it may be, Nike versus Adidas? It's gonna come down to the relationships that you build with people. As you build with your customer base, with your consumer base, with your fans, with your employees, the people that you work with and surround yourself with. And that has been a lifelong lesson that I'll take with me and pass on for generations in my personal legacy with 23K Sports and everything that I do. Just some aspects of the Arena Football League game and the brotherhood, the fraternity, the family, the the experience that I'll be able to share and share is that I'm thankful for. I, I do realize that in this time, there's a lot of guys that are um, immediately out of work. And I'm not just talking about my guys that are playing um, because those guys still have the athletic ability to play in our league, which means I know that there's a whole, a whole boatload of other indoor leagues that will be clamoring for their talents, if not the XFL, if not the CFL, if not the NFL. So I know the guys that just got done playing that are temporarily out of jobs will understand that that's the life we live as athletes. 
And they all knew that if the Eagles came in and signed, look, they signed Jordan Matthews two weeks ago. He had been here three times and got cut two weeks later. Like, at any given time, the rug could be pulled up under you and you could be without of a job and back out on the street trying to make your living. So as, as, as players, we learn to adapt with that. You know every play could be your last play, whether it be from injury or whatever it may be. You know, who knew that that was that last play that Brandon Tompkins may have played in the Arena Football League? Joe Goosby, Cornelius Lewis, Warren Smith, like so many guys have gotten hurt in our league that who knew that that was going to be their last play? But even the guys that hosted that trophy in Albany, who knew that that was going to be their last game? Possibly ever. So it, it does hurt me to see it go down the way it has, to see so much promise in it that I'm telling you, nothing I've told you has been blowing smoke up anybody's tail. I haven't been hyped up. And again, nobody has hyped me up because I'm sitting there watching it. I'm listening to the conversations. I know the people that are being talked to. I'm, I'm, I'm in the room. When the thoughts are being thought up, <laughs> In the conception of this, I'm not even talking about the embryo stage. I'm talking conception. I'm talking about when your mama met your daddy. I'm talking about that day when she was sitting at the bus stop waiting for your auntie and your daddy was a garbage man and he come up with a jerry curl, some gold on and a toothpick and matched your mama. I don't know how this man did it. Maybe that's where I get my game from. And, and macked her out of her, <laughs> of her shoes. But I, I, I'm there in that point. So when I see it, and I hear the talks, and I say we gonna, you know, the league is gonna sustain through 2015, through 2016, and we're gonna add some teams in 2017, and 2018, and 2019. Like I, I, I've been there every step of the way, and what I seen was gonna happen, happened, and when it didn't, I seen what changed it. I seen what fell through, and and, and it was really promising, really promising uh, a few months ago. It was really promising just riding in that car ride up to Albany. <laughs> Even on the way back, knowing that, you know, yes, the soul was y'all's first son, you know. It's your first love. Obviously, you know, having a hand in Albany and Atlantic City as well, but to see the soul can be like that, it hurt them, but he was still optimistic about the future of this league. And but to that point, I'm in the room with Leonsis. I'm in the room with George Hurst. I'm in the room with these people. Okay, I, I'm not playing with you. Like this is not. <laughs> it, 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 it kicked everybody in the you know what in, in the gut. It was a gut punch to all of them from the top down. Um, just to give some backup to to the people that don't understand the pieces that have been put together. There has been a a, a legal action taken against the league, a multi-million dollar suit based upon how the league had operated. Uh, concerning insurance and workman's comp. Going back to 2009, we're talking a decade ago, in a regime with ownerships that even Jaws was a majority, uh, was a minority owner back in the old league. So, you know, everybody else, you know, the Albany group, Monumental, these are all new people. So these aren't really their bills. So who knows what the future holds right now? Everything that I've read about the statement uh, concerning the legal suit seems very legit. Like, obviously, they have a leg to stand on to at least go to court with, to spend their money and their legal resources to bring it to court to, you know, for an action and talking seven figures for it or more. 
Some people said eight figures. I've heard 10 million. I've heard 2.5. I've heard five. I've heard a lot of different numbers, but that's a lot of coin we're talking about. And if you got a leg to stand on, if you got enough for an indictment, look, you, <laughs> you better call your lawyer. And if your lawyer advises you that, look, if this is going to come down and it's going to cost everybody, you got to dig in your pocket, look, maybe you want to put the, uh, put the wings back and maybe not get appetizers. Maybe we could just split an app. Maybe we could just get water um, with lemon and, and not get the root beer float. Like, maybe we need to cut some costs just to figure this thing out. And I think that's what the league tried to do a few months ago when it uh, temporarily seized operations to kind of cut some costs to figure out where this thing could go, if the rest of the capital could be raised, if the, 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 the if settlement could have been made or in any regard like that. But obviously to this point, until this morning, there was no solution found better for the future of the, the, the owners involved in the league itself than to file for Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Now, people have come to me and asked me, what does that mean? It could mean one of two things. Obviously, we've seen this route go before, and i got to give props to Big Play Ray McNeil because he's talked about it for a long time in me, and we, me and him have a lot of private conversations about it, and he would constantly be on me like, Coffee, what's going on? Right after the arena, but what's going on? I haven't heard anything. It's quiet. Last time it was this quiet, the league folded up. And I'm like, man, it's chill. Everything seems pretty cool, you know. And we just met with so-and-so. We're trying to get this done, trying to get that done. And all of a sudden, he was right. And, and, and if it is a situation where it's like before, like it was in 2008 coming off of that season, just to kind of revamp and cut costs to buy the league back to 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 get it back to a reasonable financial model just for salary sake and player salary and compensation honestly speaking that would make sense and it made sense back then but for the pr hit that it takes it's going to be tough I haven't seen press coverage like this about the Arena Football League, especially on social media, other than the night that Jaws won the the Arena Bowl in 2016 over Arizona. Because at that point, he was still uh, big on ESPN. Um, The game was on ESPN. It was a big win for the soul in Arizona. I mean, all of his friends on social media sent him a shout-out from Mort to everybody. I remember going down to the Eagles practice um, in training camp and got Doug Peterson, Jason Peters, and all of these guys to say, you know, good luck to the soul, to the Philly team. And that was the first real team to spark the championship run, you know, around here uh, in that era, going from the soul to Villanova twice to the Eagles, you know. So a lot of things uh, sparked off with that soul run. But, again, at that point, there was so much buzz about it. I mean, the AFL Arena Bowl was trending that night on Twitter. Now it was going crazy. And now it's doing it in a bad way. It's doing it for negative press. And it's kind of, you know, it's friends are saying my condolences, y'all. Every time, every conversation comes up, you know, we were, we were at an Eagles, you know, Army-Navy convention today. And, you know, an executive from the Eagles comes and asks him about it. Like, it's 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 everybody's mind, and they automatically think about Jaws. Like, hey, what's going on with the Arena League? What's going on this and that? And and well, it kind of hurts. It opens the wound again. You know? It opens the wound. And I, I don't know if it's a situation that you could come back from taking a year off to file bankruptcy and then starting a new to rebuild the fan base, which was tough enough. I've, I've seen the photos. I've been around the game 
up into the 08 point, playing in Arena 2, trying to get up to Arena 1, seeing the way the crowds and the fan bases were back then. And then you bring the game back, and it's nothing like that. Until you get a city like Spokane back then was always good. Iowa was still good. You know, you move forward. You know, I watched Philly go 15-3 and in a regular season and still and running through the league in 2012 and still really couldn't draw a crowd like they should have. And coming into 2013, defending conference champs, ran through the league, went back to the Arena Bowl the year I was there. And still, it wasn't the same buzz. Now, in 2014, yes, Cleveland showed out. When Cleveland got on that run and we got to about 6-0, then it started to get a little buzz around the city. That was fun. Then you had some city. Arizona was always supportive. And even if they moved to the new league, they've still supported. So the love is still there, but the national brand awareness to take a year off at this point right now, I think it's going to do more damage. If they're just trying to cut costs and, and revamp salaries because that was the main issue before in 08 because salary cap was, you know, we're talking $2 million and guys getting paid six figures and well above it, which I think they deserve it. But, you know, it is what it is. You got to be a, 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 a proportional cut of the revenue that's generated, you know. Shared revenue has to be a part of that model. You know, the NFL players get a piece of what the NFL owners make. Not all of it, and they ain't going in debt over it. <laughs> you know, even even the, the Bengals going to get $226 million from the TV rights deal. So until we get to that point, it's hard for us to really push the salaries up. But for this to be a salary cut move to kind of cut costs and buy the league back for pennies on a dollar and start all over again with a fresh face, I feel like it's going to take them too long to try to get back even to this point, even to where they were just at with Albany, with the expansion of two new teams in Atlantic City and Columbus, to get back to that point, to six sustainable teams like that, I've seen the love that they got in Albany. I've seen it in Columbus. I've seen it in Atlantic City. People still talking to me about Atlantic City. I'm out here. I'm going back and forth. I know executives at, at the Ocean. Like, that's all they talk to me about because they know I'm AFL Coffee. That ain't, my name ain't going to change in that. So I know it's going to take a long time for them to get back to that level and that share of the market is going to be taken up. XFL jumped in there. The Alliance tried. They, they kind of flopped. So now people are kind of nervous about new leagues. Not about watching it. That's They'll watch it because they'll gamble on it. If they got a betting line, they'll figure it out. I'm talking about investing in it. See, the Vince McMahons of the world, he got enough money to just put it. This is his own public pool. He could just throw his money in there. Look, if I told one of y'all, look, for $1,000, you could run your own league, little league team. For the next three, four years, you'd be like, oh, for $1,000? I got 1000 Yeah, I got 2000 Yeah, I'll get one of my buddies. We'll split it. We'll put $1,000 in it. 5000 whatever. That's what we talk about. So Vince got enough money to throw it just to just use it. <laughs> just go in the casino. Look, if I lose this money tonight, then it is what it is. He's got enough money to do that. Because he's made so much money doing it in WWE, it's not even funny. But other leagues have come and tried to generate it. And the people that got money like that, they don't throw it around willy-nilly like that. Not unless it's something they're truly passionate about. And the, the people that are truly passionate about the league, like Jaws, even like Leonsis, he sees value in it. He's not as passionate about it. He hasn't been around it as long. It's no offense to him. 
which also them have been around it the long. They've been around from the Bon Jovi days. He, he's a football player. So obviously learning football and loving football has been his wheelhouse for 25 years. But at the end of the day, these other guys are about business, about making money, and they're not going to invest their money into a business that doesn't seem like it could compete at the level that the NFL has been able to sustain and dominate over. And that's the tough part. So how do you generate revenue? And therein lies the problem. So it hurts. I still don't know what what the direction is going to be. I don't know what, you know, Chapter 7 is going to entail, how long it's going to take. If it could come back next year under an AF 1.5 like it did last time, I don't know. I love to see football being played. I love to see guys being able to get paid to play this game, play any game. I mean, I go to LA Fitness. I'm gonna be there in the morning, holiday hoops, cooking and getting buckets for free, and I pay to go to LA Fitness. I get a discount with the NFL alumni, but that's different. I used to work for them. But <laughs> if I can get paid to play, I don't care how much it is. I'm a competitor. That's what I like doing. So all you guys that still got the opportunity to do it, go play. I don't care what league it is. I'm gonna support you. Send me your film. I share it. Any contacts, if I know somebody looking for somebody, a combine, a workout, whatever, you know me. <laughs> I put people on. But at the end of the day, man, I, I love all my brothers, all my, my coaches, front office staffs that have been good to me, communications girls. I mean, there's been so many different people, dance and cheerleaders. I watch people move on and move up in life. And, and I want you just to realize, man, you got to It's about networking. It's about the relationships you make with people. And it ain't always about networking. Can you get me here? Get me there. You got to be friends first. Ain't that, ain't that what he say? You got that's what Martin told. Him. He said you got to be friends first. That's what the love doctor said. I got a position that I got in because I was friends first. A friend that didn't mind doing some grind work for free for a couple years. Doing favors for people. Favors ain't networking. It's favors. And when you do favors, then you get favor. Then it happens. Then you get a phone call. Say, hey, I got something to do. You want you want to have this job? You want this? I'm like, okay, cool. I ain't never been to the... I don't even know where the station at. But I'm on ESPN Radio. <laughs> for five or six games before I even knew where the station was. On the number one station in Philly, that's Coffee Jones you hear. They got, I hear the promo every time we open up the game for kickoff. It's Joe Torrey and Coffee Jones. I'm like, damn, that's my name. Like, I, This is crazy. I, I ain't signed nothing. He just said, you want to do it, you can do it. All right, let's go. Like, you, you got access to the top. And I think the NFL players, it's so distant because mainly, you know, just the way the NFL is structured to get to the top, to be able to be friends with a guy like Jerry Jones is tough because billionaires hang out with billionaires. But you got a couple people, and that's more down to earth. I've been around the Hurst family. I've been around Leonsis. I've been around Jaws, obviously, and, and Cosmo and, and Stu. All of these guys, Pete Shiraki, the, the Colston, Jari Evans, these are down to earth, salt of the earth people. Especially guys that played the game, that are players like us, that know what we go through, the grind, the sprained ankles, the pulled hamstrings, the ice tubs, the moving your family across the country, the getting up in the morning for practice, the meetings, the rehab, 
the surgeries, all of that stuff that they know that you've gone through, there's a rapport there that's, that cannot be broken. And you got to take advantage of that. Figure out what you could be profitable for, where your value is at. You show somebody your value, then you got something. But whatever you need from me, I'm going to be here. Still be able to coffee. I've been paying for my SoundCloud and I do subscription for too long. So I gotta, I've been meaning to get the post. I had another one I meant to post a week ago. I promise you, I, if you want it, I'll send it to you. But it's a different tone than this because this just dropped tonight. And as I'm driving home, I said I got to come and talk to my people. But happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, I'm going to definitely, I got to get back on it. The coffee house ain't going to stop. It's about all sports. You've seen me do Super Bowl, Pro Bowl coverage, talk to celebrities, anybody who's anybody that I can get a hold of, I'll get on there. If you want to talk to me, you know my number. You see me on AFL Coffee on all social media, DM me. Come on, we'll talk about it, we'll debate it, whatever it is. If it's Kaepernick, if it's the, the Eagles receivers, if it's goddamn LeBron, if it's whatever you want to talk about. If it's Duke getting upset last night, Torres, um, whatever you want to talk about, we can talk about it on the coffee house. Jordan and Kelsey, I love y'all.